Hey guys, I am Arpit and I welcome you to the new episode of the Jazz Nation community and it's going to be a power-packed episode with Mr. Vishesh Bajaj. Uh, Mr. Vishesh is a founder of Not9 which is a media company based out of Faridabad, Haryana. Uh, so what Not9 does is um, they produce Indian stock footages. So, anyone who has uh, run an ad on Facebook or an Instagram or uh, or even holdings for that matter. So you must have come across Shuttershock which is an international uh, stock footage company. So like if you run an ad for say like an Indian audience and if you're using an American guy or an Australian guy it looks really cheap right. So I really love this idea what uh, Mr. Vichesh Bajaj and Not9 came up with. You can go check it out. It's not9.com. They have some really killer videos. If you want to use it for your ad, you can just drop them a mail. So I hope you will like this. Uh, so make sure you hit like, share and subscribe and hit the bell icon uh, on YouTube. If you're listening to this on Spotify, just follow me on Spotify or any of your preferred streaming platform that you're listening to this on. I hope you love this and I see you on the other side, sir. So, so the idea behind North Line was, uh, see, we run a production house called Soul Curry since last 12, 13 years. Yeah. So during our journey, we realized that uh, a lot of times we require stock videos. Mm. And what happens, like there are some platforms like Shutterstock, Pond5 and few more platforms. Yeah, so, yeah. so the problem with Indian stock videos is like either they're very costly or they're very mm. hard to find. Yeah. So even when we were working working uh, for our productions, we realized that it is very difficult to get good, good stock videos which are, are like cost effective. So that's how we thought like we are working in this industry since so many years. We have a team, we have editing, editing setup, we are a post, we have a post-production setup, we have a production setup. Why not give it a try? Yeah, yeah. Although I mean it is uh, tougher than what I uh, thought it would be. Yeah. Because yeah. Uh, because you're doing it on uh, such a large scale. Like I saw you you did five thousand videos initially. I'm like five thousand videos. <laughs> yeah. So I mean five thousand sounds a lot. But uh, frankly speaking, from a stock media industry, this is nothing. Yeah. I mean, if you talk about these uh, inter international players like uh, Adobe and Shutterstock, mm -hmm. they have millions or millions of these footages. Of course. So that's yeah. where the, I was talking about the challenge. The challenge was, uh, so first of all, I tell you like, what is Not9? Mm -hmm. So Not9, our, our uh, forte is we work with Indian stock videos. Yeah. We work with only Indian models and we mm -hmm. work with all Indian scene and setting. Yeah. So we are not at all focusing on... Uh, stock videos which are from outside uh, India, be it travel or be it uh, uh, editorial or commercial content. We only yeah. hire models which are based, uh, which are Indian model, Indian looking models. Okay, mm -hmm. We hire only Indian models yeah. and we do Indian, in Indian scene and setting. Yeah. And also we are also focusing on a lot of items. Like if you go on these uh, foreign websites, let's say mm. if I talk about uh, Onion, yeah. the Onion available in US would be very different from Onion available in India. Of course, yeah. Right? And it also looks very fake if you use like a model from exactly. outside. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. So that's what I mean. So people, a lot of people use these uh, food shots wherein like they have those onions, big, big onions and big, big lemons that look yeah. like your orange, orange kind of a, a size. So those look very fake if you talk those in, in terms of Indian context. 
that. that's how we felt that if we can uh, if we can fill that gap wherein like we can produce good footage mm-hmm. at uh, at low cost and we can give it to the people to use yeah okay mm-hmm. so with our strength of doing large scale uh, video production at low cost mm-hmm. we thought we could uh, we could fill that gap have you had that's a formal training in films <laughs> not really no? so i am a uh, technical uh, so my background is like a technology guy so i am a technology plus management guy yeah so i did engineering did uh, mba later yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so i was never i still i am not a creative guy so my so although i am into creative business but i put in my maximum efforts in like processor engineering efficiency of the work how can we bring down the cost mm-hmm. for the creativity i leave it to the directors or the cinematographers i say boss you take care of it this is not my <laughs> cup of tea i'll just look at the content from the user perspective yeah 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 i would not unnecessarily give them the feedback that lighting as you need to yeah right 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 i just say that this does not look to look good to me maybe this is a little dark yeah. but the lighting is not good just change yeah. that whichever way you want to achieve it that is your specialization i don't uh, actually unnecessarily put my uh, nose into that <laughs> how big is your team so our team is approximately 28 30 people right now yeah this is this is solkari plus not nine so not nine is actually uh, working under uh, solkari so the the company is solkari so not nine is brand under solkari hmm all of them are in the same office do they work together yeah all office? of them are in the same office we have a different studio the studio hmm. is uh, on a different floor i mean we are nearby like fourth floor we have office and another floor we have a studio where hmm. we shoot yeah so what is your general day at work looks like Like how do you start so, your day? Uh, what goes on? Not so time. you are talking about COVID schedule or non-COVID schedule? General life <laughs> in general. Okay, so life in general is like uh, you know what? When I was working in uh, TCS, so I I had a very half-hazard schedule. Mm. You know, so we used to go office and we used to come late because of some requirements, client requirement, and everything. Mm. So our schedule used to be very very half-hazard, mm. and sometimes I felt that there was not right uh, balance of professional and personal life. you know mm-hmm. so when mm-hmm. i started uh, this company i had a very clear objective in mind that we should have a very great balance between personal and professional life yeah so we although this is very different than a traditional media industry wherein like late nights is very common uh, scenario mm-hmm. and people boost about saying that yaar teen nights se kaam kar raha hu yaar main to teen <laughs> teen raat laga hua right sutta mara chai pi coffee pi aur edit pe table pe baithe hain <laughs> uh, So, so I. That's how filmmakers like to work, also. Yes, yes. So I discourage that kind of environment. Yeah. So we try to work like nine thirty to seven kind of environment, including mm. for me yeah. as well as for my employees in my office. Mm. So mm. if somebody wants to sit late, we say that you keep the key and you work late. We don't have an issue, right? Mm. And uh, in fact, when we started twelve years back, uh, so when you start initially, आपको बहुत एंथू होता है. We want to have the best culture. We want to have this and that. so mm-hmm. i used to have flexible hours you complete 8 hours whenever you want to come whenever you want to go mm. it is up to your wish like yeah. it is up to your will if they do so overtime do they get paid more yeah yeah right yeah so initially it was like when they used to come at uh, 12 pm and then go at 10 pm in the night but that was not really feasible so mm. i realized that uh, someone is coming at 12 pm then his colleague is coming at 9:30 because it suits him because that colleague is married he has yeah. a kid he gets up yeah. early Because it kid his kid go to school, then I realize that is not really workable. Mm-hmm. So now we actually so I also try to come to office at nine thirty, mm-hmm. uh, maximum by ten o'clock, and yeah. uh, we work like till six thirty seven. Like we do our best efforts in that eight to nine hours of uh, 
effort mm-hmm. and uh, i think most of the times we realize that 90 95% of the times our work gets wind up in that time yeah production happens late night depending on the schedule and all because in office most of the time post productions content writing technology team so those people are in the office post production uh-huh. team is not here yeah, right? yeah 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 so apart from the creative team they are they are obviously working on their films and everything so what what's your uh, like you know what do you personally like give your time to in the whole day so so my time uh, partially goes to client handling yeah so we have couple of clients uh, so we have a few clients in us and some clients in india hmm. uh, we don't have uh, a very big uh, pool of clients because we focus uh, mainly on clients which can give us uh, repetitive work Hmm. so we have clients like for them we we work like um, in a month we might be working with them for uh, 10 to 12 12 day in a month what do these so clients look can... like are these ad agencies no these are some ad agencies some clients in the uh, media media domain some some clients from the technology industry yeah. people who require uh, videos on a regular basis hmm. so hmm. we do ad hoc ad hoc work also let's say a manufacturing company requires a documentary hmm. or hmm. someone wants to make a youtube video we do ad hoc also yeah. but we generally don't uh, pitch those services like uh, uh, so those most of that work comes through word of mouth Okay. Mm, because mm, we focus mm. more more on clients which actually can give us uh, recurring work yeah. because the reason reason for that is like we utilize our uh, we have built a in-house production management system mm, mm, so mm. As, as i told that i come from a technology and management background i was yeah. working for a technology company yeah. so we have built a in-house production management system so using that production management system we have the capability of producing thousands of videos every month so it's like like if we compare with a uh, retail or a marketing uh, uh, sector hmm, you have hmm. a content management system yeah right? yeah or uh, con- sorry content management system for the publishing industry or a uh, crm system for a retail or a sales sales industry hmm, so similarly hmm. we have a production management system so whenever we are uh, making any video hmm. so uh, the script for that video gets entered into the system the voice over gets entered into the system the plan gets into the system after the video is edited uh, editor editor is part of that so editor yeah. knows that when he has to edit on that so how long is the editor, process of a general video uh, like when so process yeah so process depends on uh, client to clients so there are clients for them we produce maybe 400 videos a month for what them what are you saying day, 400 videos <laughs> yeah yeah right right so That's so for true. them maybe in a day we are churning out uh, three four videos five videos a day yeah sometimes more than that okay and then there are clients for them maybe we are churning out a video three or four uh, one video in three or four days hmm so how so, big so is depends. the team like how do you hire freelancers as well for this so uh, not exactly freelancers uh, so it's kind of a very hybrid model hmm. so i have a friend uh, who has uh, who has a uh, camera rental team yeah so so he takes care of all all my production work okay. uh, directors are freelance so directors we don't keep in house because every project require a different skill set so we yes. don't keep directors in house so directors are freelancers voice over artists are freelancers hmm. some script script writers are freelancers some script writers are in house right okay. so cinematographer is actually it is taken care by my friend i mean he has his own rental company so hmm. all uh, camera work is taken care by him so it's kind of a hybrid model very cool yeah very cool like how did you reach to this decision that you want to work in like such a niche industry like how did you 
like decide this uh, that I want to do this for the rest, like not for the rest of the life, but at least for the ten years or like fifteen years. So I would say that uh, getting into production was never a plan when I left my job. Uh, so we wanted to build a platform, uh, like YouTube. What uh, I mean when we started that time, YouTube was quite new. I mean it was not taken over by Google. Mm. So we were trying to build a platform for videos, not exactly yeah. like YouTube, but it was uh, it was a platform for professional travel videos. Okay. We did make videos. We did make around. Uh, yeah, I read that on your and... Soul Curry ka intro. That was. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Yes. So we did uh, we did shoot around maybe 50, 60 countries, and we we did make around thousand videos, travel mm. videos. These were all professional videos. Yeah. But somehow we were not able to monetize it, and uh, you you understand that. Uh, Production is quite costly affair. I mean, and outside sure. India, it is multifold. The cost is multifold, hmm, right? Hmm, hmm, so we yeah. were not able to exactly uh, uh, actually monetize those videos which we produce and actually uh, get decent revenues from those those uh, travel travel video bank hmm. from that travel video bank. Yeah. So then, yeah. few opportunities came. Some some people, some companies approached us and they wanted us to produce uh, uh, videos for them at scale. So initially, when we started, the first opportunity came in um, yellow yellow pages industry, right? Yeah. So like like you have these platforms wherein like they are uh, listing platforms, they list businesses, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Of course, like we still uh, get yellow Zomato. pages. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So like Zomato's, India Mart, they're not our client of the, the industry. I'm just talking about the industry, right? Yeah. So we started doing um, videos, uh, small small uh, business videos for them. Yeah. That's how we entered into uh, uh, video production. But I still say that my strength is into technology and operations. Of course. Right? <laughs> so, so I would say that, you know, when we started, uh, so the company is 12 year old, uh, three, four years, we were working on uh, travel videos. Hmm. Then we actually started uh, doing uh, large scale content creation. So initially we were doing like, maybe we were taking uh, eight to 10 days to produce one video. Then within hmm. span of three, four years, we reached a stage, like within one day, we were producing eight to 10 videos. Right. Mm. So, so that is one video so, in eight days sounds human, but <laughs> like eight yeah. videos in a day it goes crazy, you know. Like you at least need a team of say 150 to 200 people to actually execute that sort of stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, right, right. Mm. So, so that's where that's where I spent uh, most of my time during that period, and still I keep on working. I mean, although uh, the scope of improvement is not. Uh, that much, which mm. it used to be, I mean, uh, seven, eight years, uh, uh, seven, eight years earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Reason being? So reason being, I mean, the process is almost all, already so efficient. I mean, definitely, I mean, when the scope of efficiency uh, was uh, much, I mean, when eight years back, the efficiency was not much, the mm. scope was also high to improve. Now mm. the process is already so efficient. The yeah. scope is less, scope yeah. is not that, that much to improve. Hmm. And we have already built our tech. That time, the the technology platform was also not very uh, uh, stable. So now the technology hmm. platform is stable. The process is stable. So, so I would say that the uh, scope for improving it further is reduced. Hmm. But we keep on improving. We keep on working. I keep on doing reverse engineering the process as as we onboard new clients. Hmm. So we definitely have to adopt a process as per the new client. So yes. the way it works is like uh, so in Solkari. Uh, when we onboard a new client, so hmm. we adopt a process as per them. Yeah. So let's say they have a different approval process. So, so let's say uh, I onboard a client X. So hmm. we are doing a video for them. The client says that uh, 
to give me an approval on video when an editor uploads that video in the production management system hmm. that video would be uh, approved by three people in hierarchy hmm. so we have to adopt that hierarchy in our system yeah yeah right so yeah. those kind of things so then someone would say that i need a video in four formats one hmm. for uh, tiktok one for let's say square format for facebook one hmm. uh, horizontal format for youtube yeah. so everybody and somebody then they would have some technical uh, this this happens uh, after the approval you get them no yes yes so hmm. this is the final delivery yeah 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 okay and how did you acquire the initial clients did you how did you reach out to them so so whatever am am i discussing right now these are all related to solkari i mean if you have anything related to not nine so not nine have a different challenges different clientele everything mm, different yeah. so you can actually ask ask about that so for solkari most of the work uh, is like word of mouth mm. as i said that uh, as our focus is we are not looking for maybe 1000 clients we are only yeah. looking for uh, 30 40 or maximum 50 clients and those are enough for us Right. Mm, or mm. for that matter even 20 good clients are enough for us i mean because we are working like uh, uh, we we are getting recurring revenues from them and how do you plan to scale this in future like, is 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 the scalability how is the scalability going to look like like is it going to be more members that are going to join you or is it going to be like what is the scalability in this thing looks like okay so in media industry uh, scalability is uh, a big challenge when mm. people talk about it so that's where we have tried to solve this by using technology mm. yeah because we know that if you are only dependent on people it would be very difficult to scale it up yeah okay so so we use uh, we we try to use technology as much as possible so when i say technology as much as possible mapping the process of production because mm. we when i say technology a lot of people understand technology only means either facebook for doing mm-hmm. something ai or yeah. technology may be used in so sometimes it is when when i'm talking about it and when user user listens to this podcast they might get confused why how we are using technology in production right yeah, yeah. so when i say using technology in production the, the the main thing is like we are mapping the production process into our system so for example mm. let's say a pre production happens so mm. there is a process for script approval right yeah. Yeah. so rather than doing that script approval where people are sitting and brainstorming it so we have a tool inside our production system mm. that script approval can happen in the system yeah. so we save a lot of time and cost in communication there is there are less and less of communication gap the tracking is very easy mm. so as i said that for every task we have a approval process we know that right now the approval is stuck at which place so that person can take an action that person has their task for to do to do task list that mm. person knows that what what is supposed to do today when he comes to office today yeah so that's yeah. how we have actually tried to map that uh, uh, whole production process into our system and mm. we minimize those gaps mm. right and and in terms of scalability uh, so definitely when we onboard a new client there is some gestation period right yeah so during that gestation period the scalability is low but once we understand the requirement and once the process of that particular client is mapped into the production system the scalability is quite good hmm. great yeah so like is it bootstrapped or uh, did you get funded no no we are totally bootstrapped yeah we never we never tried for it and uh, and we actually never thought about it yeah yeah 
and then I think we are happy the way we are working. So we are we are satisfied. Of course, yeah. of course. Like yeah, if you want to like scale it to say like an international company or something on that side, then you guys like look for the funding. So uh, what does it take like in general to build what you have like the, like a company like Solkari or a company like Not Mine? Like what what sort of skills or like say discipline or or like what sort of training is required? To build something like this, which is not like a proper production house, but uh, so you are just, just a business. You are saying, yeah, yeah. So, so I think uh, the most important thing I feel is like uh, perseverance. Hmm. You know, even I have seen those faces when you start doubt, doubting about your idea. Hmm. Uh, I have seen failures. Other than these two, I have done some small uh, ideas in between. Right mm-hmm. now, I say small because those were failures. I mean, those definitely had a potential to go big, right? Mm-hmm. So I think I feel that the perseverance is the most important thing. And uh, skill set, in terms of the skill set, I would say that uh, if you're passionate about your idea, I think yeah. passion and perseverance are interlinked, mm-hmm. okay? These two things are interlinked and uh, definitely you also need a skill set uh, related to the industry you are getting into, of course. right? Yeah. So let's say if you want to build a product, uh, if you're building a technology product and let's say if you don't have a technological technology founder hmm. who can actually take care of the technology. So you need to know, know technology. Of course. Right? Yeah. So yeah. I'm saying that uh, uh, either you have someone in that business who knows the nitty gritties of that particular uh, business. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Or you know it yourself. So that they can share okay? it with you at least like, you know, how exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, so my point is, it is not necessary that you know that nitty gritty of that business only then hmm. you can succeed. Yeah. You yeah. can succeed if you have passion and perseverance. Okay. Hmm. And if you have the capacity and money to hire people who know the integrity of that business, you can still succeed. Of course. Like in your case also, like you're not from, not like a film school, like a film student or anything on that. Yes. But you're still able to. Yes. Makes sense. So even, even in, even in my case, I feel that uh, I have been, I mean, I have feel, uh, I feel that I have been in those phases also when you start doubting the idea, you feel that whether it is right or wrong, you know. When did this happen? I mean, with Nortan itself, it happens sometimes. Nortan is a still a new new uh, child. I would say that it's a, still in a uh, nascent stage. Yeah. I mean, we are just two and a half year old, three year old right now. Mm. And uh, sometimes you feel that because right now we, although we are doing operational break even, mm. but uh, the profits are not that exciting right now. We feel that we keep on working on it. Mm. And but it's a long term game. When I started, I thought uh, we might get quick success. Because for Not9, as I said, that the, the challenge for us in Not9 is like uh, this, the whole content is produced by us. Yeah. So other platforms like Shutterstock, what they do is uh, they get, uh, they invite contributors and they, they, they take content from those contributors. Yes. Right. So they have, they have a huge scalability, scalability in that because people are contributing on that platform. Mm-hmm. But in India, the legal structure is so complex and the, and the, the, and we don't want to get into that that uh, scenario wherein like uh, people contribute on our platform and we are really not sure that if they actually own that footage. So let's mm-hmm. say if say that Arpit, I onboard you on a contributor, onboard yeah. you as a contributor, hmm. you steal something from YouTube or some other platform huh. and you give it to me and say that uh, you are the owner of that clip. Yeah. I have I have I have no way to figure that out that you know whether you own that clip or not, right? There, and, there has uh, to be a tracking system for that, isn't it? Like, no, there is no tracking system. Hmm. Okay. 
Yeah, so so it is very difficult. I mean, I saw that in some some sort of documentary. Like there's Shazam for music, right? You you can list like you can Shazam the music and you can know who which artist does it belong to or like that sort of stuff. Maybe there's there's a thing for them also. But yeah, but, if if it's but, someone but, else's. Yeah. So, but that might be limited to a that might be limited to a, a particular library. Huh. Okay. Yeah. So that might not be available to the all music all around uh, available all around in the US or uh, in the world, right? Hmm. So let's say I create a music, I keep it in my uh, uh, laptop. Let's say hmm. I I share it on maybe a very small platform or maybe I put it on Facebook. Let's say for that matter. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You hmm. steal it. or or you check on that particular platform i feel that it would be difficult to find out whether that of music course. belongs to me or not hmm 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 right? of course makes so sense so similarly so not knowing the scalability so 5000 videos are still lot okay so yeah. i mean that is that is huge in terms of a production uh, company yeah. but comparing it with the competitors in us or the uh, or, or the other places so that ways i think uh, we need more more videos here hmm so how do you so like think, copyright this thing like what's your process for copywriting the content that you got so so as per the law i mean uh, so we we shoot it in house right yeah. shot by us in house we have uh, whatever uh, all the legal legal documentation is done whenever we do any shoot hmm. people we show in the videos we get a appearance early sign sign from them we hmm. whatever uh, creative things are used any painting or anything is used we yeah. get a uh, 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 what do you call uh, location release for that so yeah. all the documentation is done by us in house so we own the copyright for each and every piece we do for not nine so that actually gives a comfort to the client for using it so that uh, they know that we are doing it in house mm. so they they get really comfortable knowing that the work is done in house so we yeah. own the content and we have the copyright for that content beautiful yeah that actually like in the creative industry going through the legal process and everything is really hectic yeah not many artists yeah. or like companies in general go through that process yeah so again i think uh, technology savior for us in that yes so so <laughs> you you if you want to know like uh, let's say two years back shoot done on uh, 4th of march who were the people in that shoot what where is their legal document If someone asks me that kind of question, I can give him two two minutes. Mm, mm. You know, so that's how we are so comfortable. We are so uh, so so sure about it. Like this is owned by us, done by us. We have everything in written. Everything is signed by signed by the uh, artist working on that. Footage is there. Every footage is time stamped. So mm. every footage is given an ID in the system. Yeah. We can track it by that ID. So everything is trackable in our system. Mm. How do you feel about it? Like since now you have built it to the scale, like how do you feel about it that it was your brainchild, like say thirteen, fourteen years back, and now it's like a full fledged tree. And yeah, it feels good. I mean, it feels good, but I still uh, say that uh, my uh, philosophy is like we always. Uh, I I tell my team also that you should always think that you are a startup. Hmm. Don't don't get into mode thinking that we are a twelve year old company. and uh, and you know we can we can we can be relaxed uh, we can relax and we not worry about what others are doing hmm. and i think it is not about being a 12 year old company or or a one year old company i feel that uh, it's it's a philosophy when you work for a startup it's a philosophy you're always yeah. on the go yeah i mean when i was working in big companies like when i was working for big corporates before this so hmm. you know for every problem there is a specialist for every problem 
Yeah. For us in a 28-30 people team, we tell people that you have to work on multiple things. Of you cannot just keep waiting for, like if you're facing a problem, you cannot just keep waiting for like someone else will come and solve it. So mm. we say that, don't, don't think about that. Start solving it right now. Elaborate a little more on that. Uh, in the sense, let's say, uh, I would say that uh, there was a case, uh, I, I will give you two examples. Hmm. So there was a case, a company came and they said that uh, they wanted uh, videos from us and yeah. we, we did production for them hmm. and uh, they wanted a video in a certain format and we had not worked in that format and the editors were not aware that uh, this format, uh, how they can convert into that particular format. So you understand nowadays mobile devices are there then live streaming happens. Yes. Then you have TikTok, different version for TikTok, different version for Facebook. So there was mm. some unique requirement and client wanted in a very different format and some different technical specification, which we had not worked on it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So editor came up to me and said that, uh, sir, I don't know, ye kaise hoga? Mm. even I don't know. Yeah. So, so I tell my team, whenever you have a problem, before asking me, spend time on Google for two hours. If you can't figure that out, come <laughs> yeah. to me. Right. Uh, yeah. So, and I, and, and I feel that 90% of the times they're able to solve it. Uh, so this is a philosophy. I try to try to actually tell people to adopt. Uh, Don't uh, expect to be spoon fed. Try to solve the problem. Be a solve, be a problem solver. Don't be a problem creator or don't just mm. sit on the problem. Okay. Mm. So, so, and he came up with a problem. Sir, shayad aisa lag aisa ho I said, very good. Go and solve it. <laughs> if you're not able to solve it by the day, end of the day, tell me, I'll sit with you. Yeah. By the yeah. end of the day, he could solve it. Yes. So for me also, even if I don't know, I spend time on it and I sit with them. And most of the times I feel that 90 to 95% of times we're able to solve it. What are some gen- what are some like problems that occur on regular basis? Like what sort of is it uh, regard- so- is it is it the creative problem? Is it the business issues? Like what sort of problems occur? So, so I think a uh, couple of problems we face. Uh, one problem we face, uh, like on a creative side, a lot of times when we work, work in a creative field. Mm. So, so I think, uh, sometimes, uh, on a client side, uh, the brief is not clear. We do something, we shoot something when the final output comes, uh, sometimes it can be a genuine mistake from our side also, but yeah. sometimes it is mistake from the client side also. Mm. So I feel that, uh, sometimes there are gap gaps, gaps in the communication. So I feel that sometimes, uh, there we face a problem, payment gets stuck. Sometimes we don't get paid also. So, hmm. so that is one problem we face. Yeah. Second problem I face uh, being a small company. Sometimes we face challenges like hiring people. Uh-huh. So that I face uh, more in a technology team, especially yeah. in a creative team. For a creative team, we have a very fancy office, big office because uh, for a creative team, people production houses like creative I don't face problem. Hmm. I face problem in a technology team. Because uh, we try to hire uh, good people, okay. So for a technology guy who's uh, talented and uh, who, who who is good, they would definitely have multiple offers. Hmm, you know, yeah, so convincing yeah. them to join a small company is a challenge for us. Right? <laughs> what is your hiring and, process? Oh, sorry, you say that. Yeah. So 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 for us, technology is quite stable for us. Although for a technology team, also we keep on working on challenging problems. Hmm. But we per se is not creating a technology product. Technology is an enabler okay. for us. Hmm. So when hmm. these technology guys, I mean, either they, they are looking to join a startup, which are working on a very technology, which are, which are, which are working on a technology product. Hmm. 
so in a technology team i think we face those kind of challenges challenges mm. but in creative team i think uh, as such there is no challenge for hiring so mm. we have a fancy office 30 team for a technology uh, creative team is a good decent enough team. of course yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. so hiring so, is like a common problem with almost all of the companies right it's like a rigorous activity that happens almost every day so what what is yeah. your hiring process looks like so fortunately hiring is not that big a problem for us uh, we have people who are working with us since uh, 10 years 12 mm. years i still have uh, the first guy who joined our company he still with us mm. in between he went to some other company two years he worked in some other company now he's back with us yeah. he's cto of our company because initially when we started we were a technology company 12 years back mm. now we are a media company yeah so as such uh, the attrition rate is very uh, low low in our company mm. just because as i said that we try to keep a very good environment here a very transparent environment i have very open door policy not just for the seeking sake of saying open door policy it is like i sit where people sit i sit with them i eat with them uh, so i tell them if anything is actually troubling you which is actually impacting your problem actually impacting your work in the office that is my problem be it yeah. is your personal yeah. problem or professional problem of if course. you if you feel that something is troubling you and it is impacting your efficiency that is my problem come mm. up to me i'll do my best effort to solve that problem right so that yeah. is my philosophy and because of those small small things i mean which which we do in the office as a collective as a team so attrition rate is quite low mm. but uh, but still attrition happens no doubt in that yeah so 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 i do the hiring so i don't involve anybody else in the hiring process except the initial initial uh, two rounds when the initial uh, calling is done or brief uh, or the initial uh, screening is done for that i have hired a consultant hmm. that consultant uh, consultant does that yeah. and after that uh, interview or giving them the uh, some assignment uh, for for the testing for the final offer everything i do it because i have my own uh, recruiting uh, process which i have mm. devised myself so i have certain criteria i i judge people on their behavior mm. i judge people on their discipline i judge yeah. people on their punctuality which are not very common do you, you do know? something during the interview to figure out like like i heard yes. this yeah, yeah yeah what is it tell me yes see uh, as i said like i talked about the punctuality thing Um, very very important thing is like i observe like how they how how they maintain their cv hmm. if somebody we somebody is coming and is giving me cv like this sir this is the cv which yeah. char bar fold hua hua negative <laughs> right yeah. creative industry mein people are not bothered uh, so they will see mere samne wo cv ko aise seedha karte hain sir ye mera cv hai <laughs> right so on the other end if somebody so if someone is let's say is supposed to come at 12:30 yeah. right yeah. whether is coming at 12:25 or whether he is coming at 12:35 or even mm. if he is late whether he is whether he is calling me or informing me or not mm. right mm. it is okay i understand someone can get late i mm. mean that is not a problem but whether yeah. he is informing me or not right so mm. i give them some open ended things to do which mm. they are not supposed to do in front of me they have to do it like when they go back to home yeah. they have to report back to me then i understand how they have structured that problem right mm-hmm. how what is their thought process behind it even yeah. if they are taking help for someone else that is that is okay yeah. because even in the office they are supposed to take help from others it is okay of course right yeah so they are supposed to solve a problem with with 
someone else help or themselves mm, so mm, mm. so so these are small small things i have my own process so so i keep pointing it keep keep noting those downs mm. and then i see that what is most important for me and then finally decide like whether this person is good or bad for me mm. i heard the saying of this uh, hiring process from this guy called ankur vareku if you know about it yeah 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 right yeah so he Very says he, yeah. so during the interview he says ki what i do is i just call the chai person or the coffee person during the interview and the interview is happening hmm. and when it's on like a high pressure situation and the guy has to come inside and ask the uh, this guy who has come for the interview hey do you want chai do you want water and like if he hmm. behaves in like you know if he misbehaves with that person then he's not going to like you know So like that guy. Right. I'm like, dude, that's right. so crazy. <laughs> like you put no, that think... guy in a high pressure situation, that you see how they are going to behave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. I think this is very important. I mean, I feel that, uh, and I'll tell you one more very important thing. Like, uh, so when I'm, I'm when I'm hiring people, mm. I want to understand why that guy is looking for a job, even yeah. if he's a fresher or whether he's shifting. Mm. I want to understand why he wants this particular job. in my company and what is the motive behind it okay mm-hmm. some people just say few things like random things hike chahiye wo i understand wo har kisi ko chahiye wo mere liye matter nahi karta mm-hmm. wo to agar aapka aur jo bhi candidate agar uska wo dono satisfied honge only then it will proceed mm-hmm. that is the case everywhere but i try to understand why that guy is looking for a job i'll tell you a lot of candidates who come from tier 2 and tier 3 cities they outrightly get rejected because they are not dressed well they have mm-hmm. a supplementary in their exams they have got 50% in 10th and 12th they 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 don't have a good communication skills lot of people uh, say that communication skills is not good they actually mean to say the english is not good mm-hmm. but there are a lot of profiles where english does not matter right like say for a cinematographer usme kya zarurat exactly mm-hmm. communication skills is like the guy should able should be just good should be able to communicate what they want to say mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. for the profiles where english is not important hmm. it does not matter to me whether that person has a supplementary or 40% marks or a two tier <laughs> city or a three tier city yeah. should be dressed well uh, dressed well does not mean that a branded clothes hmm. okay hmm. Yeah. so everybody comes from a different financial structure that does not mean that everybody would come in a branded clothes right yeah. so a yeah. lot of these kind of candidates they are very hard working but they get rejected hmm. you know hmm. so i want to understand why they want to join my company at this particular role that is the most important thing for me mm. so so i don't give lot of uh, 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 importance to their past education past experiences and the past work okay so i give them some test work if they if they are uh, able to satisfy my appetite i am happy with that mm. definitely there are some technical skill sets they have to uh, cross that uh, threshold the initial threshold or the minimum threshold they definitely mm. have to cross that what is yeah. some of the position that you hire for constantly so uh, we have video editors so video editors is like a continuous uh, thing we hire mm. so we have content writers uh, we have voice over artists we have our technology team Uh, mm. we have administration we we keep on uh, looking for people so when i say administration so this guy is actually or this girl has multiple roles uh, so in a production they will contribute in a production so when i so one is normal office administration that is not a regular hiring mm. but production we keep looking for people production uh, administration 
but majorly i would say content uh, side we need more people content writing or uh, video editing yeah. yeah yeah makes makes sense and for the technological part like you and there should be like couple of people with you and yes yeah, yeah. i want to ask you like what's your uh, inspiration in life which keeps you going on every day like the problems that you solve every day and stuff like that what keeps you going what's your source uh, of motivation speaking, yeah frankly speaking you know these kinds of questions are very common like when we do this kind of discussions mm. so frankly speaking i don't have any role model or as such uh, any inspiration which i look forward for that uh, that this guy is an inspiration for me or this story is an inspiration for me mm. so i am kind of a person i am very impulsive mm-hmm. i just take a lot of decisions from my uh, uh, heart i mean i just feel at that particular moment i feel that this is good i'll just go and take a decision and i just stick to that and i i follow that yeah. until or unless i'm really sure that that decision is bad for me then i leave that but otherwise like when i say that when i started 12 years back yeah so i was very very mature just two years of experience that time the startup culture was also not there hmm. i didn't even know the word startup that that moment you know hmm. that because this become a buzz 5 6 7 8 years back yeah. right so my cousin approached me saying that uh, i'm doing something do you want to do something with me hmm. i said er mujhe to pata nahi but i want to do something mujhe acha lagta hai Mm. i want to do i decided i want to do yeah as in film making that, film films achhe lagte no when we started the technology company 12 years back ah. film making to humne pivot kiya tha na humne ah. wo to pivot ah. kiya tha humne ah. right ah. so he, he was my cousin i told me ki yaar papa se baat kar lena papa nahi manenge rest time <laughs> so he said ki unko main convince kar lunga and that's okay so that's how i started i mean can you imagine i didn't do anything no evaluation uh. what is an idea he said i have an idea yeah. i said ki i want to do something of my own that is my thing i want to do something uh-huh. you know so that's how i started my uh, uh, startup journey oh. and yeah. coming for the inspiration i would say there is no one person or one uh, company i take an inspiration for hmm. uh, from i take inspiration from small small habits or uh, small small successes of other people hmm. so if you like if i like Successful a habit around you around me or maybe business leaders hmm. so so lot of people say that this successful businessman is an inspiration for me yeah. i say that maybe i like that i like one particular habit of that person so hmm. i try to adopt that like so last, not like, like tell I, me tell me someone about like tell me about someone who like i would say a... that my partner is like very focused ah. sometimes i i actually dwindle like whatever i'm working on i feel that whether this is right or wrong the strategy is right or wrong my mm. partner is like very focused he yeah. would say that yeah, this is right and let's do this and he mm. will keep on working on that particular thing for let's say maybe months and months and years and years yeah you know i really like that habit of him and uh, we have seen that if we keep on working on uh, on that particular thing ultimately it leads to success mm. but if you if you leave that thing maybe that goes for any idea for that matter do you think yes i think that that is all perseverance when i when i started the discussion i talked about perseverance and passion that is that is what perseverance is i feel mm-hmm. that just just keep on working on your idea and uh, if you're passionate about your idea you will feel motivated to work on that idea mm-hmm. so and then in terms of uh, inspiration i would say that i listen to some spiritual videos i look at some uh, random youtube stuff i watch lot of videos i read lot of blogs i read lot of stories from social entrepreneurs i feel very motivated from them 
yeah yeah motivational speakers yeah. not exactly motivational speakers i really get motivated from social uh, entrepreneurs hmm example so, so uh, example lot of people uh, gary v uh, uh, sorry gary v grand card on these kind no of... no not really as i said that i am not really uh, following anyone it uh-huh. could be a small person sitting in a village doing some stuff uh, Uh, in a village and doing something exciting or something good mm. i i actually like to uh, follow that person more mm. rather than following someone who is a very big successful person yeah 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 because because you know that successful person would sometimes cook a story also so mm. i feel that yes. 80% of success successful people cook stories they cook <laughs> stories they cook stories around their success or they just give lot of fun and they start and believing it eventually <laughs> exactly yeah 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 and and frankly speaking i don't feel motivated by those yeah right if you talk about steve job he is a visionary uh, he was a visionary person mm. people say that he was a visionary he did a lot of things i am uh, i feel inspired from his sales sales abilities mm. the way he used to talk and all right but that's mm. it mm. okay uh, no doubt he is a great he was a great person he he is definitely a person to follow but yeah. i feel that he he is a good person because he could actually project that mm. right mm. and lot of successful people they they project more than actually what is what is actually the truth yeah yeah so there is this that most hmm. yeah see, sorry you would see that most of the successful people are good speakers yes right or or like anyone for that matter who is you know who's a good orator like in the history of humans like good orators have always been you know in demand and yeah. always been top right be it gandhi be it hitler be it steve jobs be it anyone yeah if you're a good orator you can make your way through so there was this guy a stand up comedian he went on this talk show and he said i don't know what's this big thing about steve jobs and everyone started looking at him what's wrong with you he created apple and all but did he did he create apple <laughs> <laughs> did he actually hmm. put on those hmm. soldering and those wiring did he exactly actually... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. so he was a great marketer no doubt yeah. in that one yeah. of the best in the history yeah? Yeah. yeah so that's what i'm saying so when i see let's say someone around me building hmm. a even let's say a uh, let's i talk about a random example recently hmm. i met a friend of mine so he launched a, a retail store around a two year back just one year prior to covid yeah i met him last week he was talking about like how he's actually able to uh, break even his store he was telling about like what challenges he faced so i felt inspired by him i felt that coming from a background he didn't know what retail store is he took that risk he started a retail store organized retail store yeah. now he's talking about bhai i want to build 10 more stores like in, like this in next two years so mm-hmm. i feel that he he is a person to actually talk to he has some energy he is not talking about any funda he is mm-hmm. not talking about anything new which others have not done but yeah. he has that energy so i i like to talk to people who have energy in them who actually when you talk to them you also feel inspired that oh, that that you know you don't only get inspiration from something new or something great mm-hmm. you can get inspired from normal routine things also okay so that is what i believing hmm. so there was this so time my... i i actually started uh, you know the uh, in back in 2017 i started this electronic music production academy where i used to like teach students how to compose music for films and all 
how to DJ and that sort of stuff. So back then I wasn't able to get students and all. So I saw this video by this guy called Grant Cardone. So he said, Ki, dude, you, if you are going to expect that, you know, people are going to come to your office and they're going to ask you for your service, that's never going to happen. So just pick up the phone and just talk to them. I'm like, yeah. And I used to be really, you know, it used to make me, make me feel really awkward to actually pick up the phone and talk to a stranger. But then I started liking it after like a couple of months and like that, if I think about it right now, that was like a major motivation for me, like coming from like a video, you know, like a free content on YouTube and it got me so inspired and I actually, ugh, that was really amazing. Like for me, I found that video and then I started following that. Like it really is. So actually, un- unfortunately, what, what has happened, uh, is like, you know, so startups who get funded, startups were always in the media, they have been glamorized so much that mm. people forget about like, if we have those maybe 100 or 500 glamorized startups, mm. there are small startups like us, those are like mm. maybe in millions who are mm. doing good work, yeah. small and happy being small. Yeah. I mean, it is okay. I mean, we yeah. are happy being small. Yes. I mean, so, so, and there are a lot of uh, small, small stories which can come from those, uh, those startups, just mm-hmm. that they are, they are not being in that uh, zone, like where, where they're being talked about everywhere does mm-hmm. not mean that the, the stories cannot come from them or the inspiration cannot come from them. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of my mentor, Mr. Dhruv Nath, I've invited him on the podcast. Although he wrote this book on how to get funded and other nightmares is what he called this as. And he spoke about like, yeah, it's, it's like when you talk about startups, it's not, it should not always be about these big companies, Flipkart and all of these, because they are just handful of people, you know, just 1% of the total ecosystem. And you should not always talk about the success of a startup. You also go to ask them about the failures and when they fail, like talk to them right next, like on the next day, when they have shut down their company, talk to them what they're going through. And that is going to make you, you know aware you about the situation more than a successful startup for that matter. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And definitely we, 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 I mean, I don't take credit from those successful startups. They are definitely mm. success because, yeah. because of some reason, definitely. Of course. I mean, we yeah. have those icons. Yeah. 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 But mm. this, I think you are right. I mean, we learn more from failures than mm. from success. Yeah. 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 Because failure is almost like painful, no. And like pain actually you know, enhances growth. Like when you go to gym and you, yeah. pain, you, you know what, uh, you asked me question about recruitment and like, what do I look for people when I recruit? Hmm. So even hmm. after recruitment, yeah. I have, uh, not a very formal, very informal way of training people and failure is intentionally, I failure is planned, uh, part of that training. I hmm. intentionally give them some things, which I know that they will fail. So I want to, so generally what happens is like uh, when a new employee comes, he expects like, if I don't know anything, someone would help me, someone would help me. So I give them some assignments, which I know that they won't be able to do it. Mm. And then I observe like how they behave after that, like whether they spend time on it, whether they come up to me or they look, uh, look, look on internet or they ask their colleagues. Right. Mm. So, so when I, when people join here, now. I tell them, guys, just alongside job, next six months, 
think that you are under schooling you are mm-hmm. being schooled for some some things which have never been taught to you in the school and and nor in colleges neither in colleges and nor in the jobs so mm-hmm. please be open for that and don't mind that if i tell you a very simple thing which you feel that ki sir mujhe ye kyun de rahe hai mera to mera to ye rank thoda na ki aap mere se ye kaam karwaoge so that is again talking about the starter philosophy yeah yeah main wo kaam karunga jo mujhe bola gaya hai uske alawa dekh but this is also very beautiful you know this happens in the army also ki matlab they have to get up in the morning and in within 10 minutes they have to get ready polish their shoes and everything the commander knows that he's they are not, not they won't be able to do it but they still want to see ki how they react in that pressure situation yeah so i i feel that one of the biggest successes uh, in my company i would say that uh, having a good team and yeah. retaining that team and uh, still working with them yeah. so i feel that there must be i feel there must be some reason like the things are being managed here so people are sticking for long right yeah. so yeah. i i read it somewhere that people leave their bosses they don't leave their companies right <laughs> so so i try to be a decent boss so that people are also happy because see i i feel that you know say i need to get work done and they need to work uh, wherever they work right Mm-hmm. so if i feel that if both things can be in sync why there has to be a friction yeah between yeah. the team and the person leading it why there has to be a friction uh-huh. every company these two things have to have to happen no 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 matter what happens uh-huh. Uh-huh. these two things have to happen yeah, right yeah. so why there has to be friction in this so like how did uh, like when the lockdown and everything got over uh, how was the scene like how did you start calling in people what what was the environment like so uh, in terms of team structure uh, or you are talking about the business are you are talking about uh, like in general the environment of the company how did that change post the lockdown uh one big change i am seeing is like people people want to work from home now they don't want to come to office share to cool lag gaya and uh, and you know i am uh, very much against work from home i yeah. mean uh, since beginning i am very much against uh, this this uh, philosophy when people join i tell them very very clearly that you know you will never get work from home here don't come up to me and discuss this and uh, then feel bad that sir denied ki bhai work from home nahi mila or now this has become a big problem for me yeah. <laughs> so this is a big challenge i'm facing right now yeah. but ultimately abhi right now i have told to people just come once a day to office hmm. because most of the work is happening from work from home so i have told them just come once a day even in once a day people feel some people feel it's reluctant kya zarurat hai once a week so i meant once a week sorry yeah <laughs> so a little gossip question would that be all right yeah yeah sure uh, how how's your social life what do you do as are you social are you like do you like I'm, meeting people i'm very people? much yeah i am very social but uh, not party kinds hmm. i i like to meet friends i like to uh, play um, i regularly meet people uh, like i can even talk to strangers i don't find any hesitation talking to stranger like if i am on a train a stranger is sitting besides me so hmm. i don't need anything i can just 5 6 hours i can just manage with that stranger yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> same so, same but, but I, I like yeah yeah but i like 
and uh, i have a friend circle like uh, people whom i like to meet uh, frequently mm-hmm. so i like meeting them frequently having a casual discussion uh, talking about normal things happening in life so i like uh, being social but not party types ki bahar khana khane jana hai loud music and all not that mm-hmm. kind of stuff how about like in in a market situation then you see someone and do you go up to someone hey nice shoes man what's up hi hi <laughs> and not not really i mean there was a time when i was in college uh, so we used to do all that kind of um, stuff but not now bachche ho gaye hain aap nahi kar sakte so yeah like uh, these international companies that you got on board as a client how did how do you reach out to them do you like send them a mail and then you take it on from there or like how actually we have only one or two and they are like since beginning uh, so my cousin is there so uh, he had some links there so that's mm. how it started yeah mm. that was just a boring question that i wanted to just you know <laughs> <laughs> so yeah uh, that was it thank you thank you for coming i is no, there anything you that much. you would like thank to ask you. me like personally like do you want to ask yeah so uh, what is your plan about this uh, podcast like where do you see this going and what because there are a lot of people doing this kind of podcast mm. so so what is your plan and what motivates you to do this uh like uh, initial was to just create content like when i started the first episode and the second episode my plan was to just do this podcast with musicians and share the their experiences the people the musicians who are working in the industry and then i did like couple of episodes i'm like dude this is really hectic we are talking about the same thing again again i need to get some people who are from a different field and they who are like more mature than you know us people we are just you know 20 25 year old talking about stuff and nobody wants to listen to it <laughs> so something inspirational and some people who are successful in their life have to come on board for this so that was the idea so initially it started just as a way to create content to engage people because i uh like i told you like i do the social media thing for uh, hospitality brands and uh, you know uh, for artists for personal brands and for the motivational speakers as well so i manage their social media and everything so that's how it started so i'm like i am telling them every day to do something and i'm not doing anything myself like what is it doing like do something about it you're telling them to make a podcast are you doing that yourself i'm like dude i have to I have to do this <laughs> and also i like being in front of the camera you know this to tell you the truth like i like i like to see myself on the screen and <laughs> yeah yeah i think i think this is good i mean you you should you should start i mean it will take time and i'm sure uh, eventually eventually you would have those biggies also on your podcast <laughs> yeah 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 thank you thank you for that uh, yeah i hope to see you soon yeah yeah sure please come over to office we are close i think you told kalkaji right yeah yeah so i am in faridabad it's quite close yes come i will come Most your welcome. wishes my yeah, command sure. okay bye bye <laughs> see you take care bye okay bye take care bye